to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy and Tommy. How's it going, everybody? Um, this is the part when I say I want to hear from you. Kathy wants to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Um, you can get in touch with us, best way, by email at Strictly Anonymous Podcast. At gmail.com, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Um, I always say, I want to hear what's going on, man, what you're doing. Um, if you're into something, you and your girl, you and your escort, you and your boyfriend, you girl and girl, everybody, gang bang, gang bangs, like training experiences, <laughs> midget tossing, anything you can think of. I don't care. You fuck the donkey. I want to hear it. Um, so strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at strict anonymous. Um, and yeah, we want to hear your feedback. Also, if you're a new listener or an old listener and you subscribe to us on iTunes, write a review, do the, do the good thing and write us a nice review because it increases our popularity and our standing and drives, you know, attention to the, uh, to the show. And that's what we want to hear. And so now I'm done. Get okay. on the mic, Kathy. I'm on the mic. So today we have um, Ray K is calling back in. I love Ray K. Yeah, we're doing a part two with him because I felt like after wanna... we got off the call, me and you discussed this actually not on the podcast, but right after we hung up, I said, do you think that we should have, or maybe we discussed it afterwards, that we should have asked him more questions about the actual sex that happened with the escorts? Yes. And right? you are right because you, I know the listeners want to hear. That's what's interesting. Uh, especially, and we get a lot of people saying you make our commute right. to work um, good. Yeah. So what's not, what's, what's better than hearing a little escort fuck sex story at six o'clock in the morning on your drive to work. Right. And sometimes I ruin that because I ask too many questions about the backstory and stuff. So, yeah, she's <laughs> I'm like, just like a cock block. Were you not <laughs> hugged as a child? Totally. Totally. Did you, did your girlfriend break up with you? Do you hate women? No, but there was an interesting backstory <laughs> with him. I'm sorry. I found it interesting. No. And so he just had a lot to say. So we're doing a part two. Yeah. So we're doing a part two, Instead right? Instead of having a two hour podcast. Yeah. We're doing a part two. So Ray can I asked comment more about his escapades yeah the these. specific details and he wasn't he's not just with Kathy and I spoke he, you know which now I found that I mean he just wasn't with escorts you know as he said in the last uh, podcast he was on this website that you know really screened preferred the, 411 yeah, pres- screened the clients and everything and whatever later to find out I mean he was with a lot of high super high end porn stars Yes, he sent me a list. We can't talk because our show is strictly anonymous. And the only person we've ever outed is Matt Dillon. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I was listening to a podcast we did a while ago. Remember I said Matt Dillon fucked everybody in New York and he gave my friend, sister's friend chlamydia and he was well hung. So that was nice. I mean, I said he was well hung. Fuck you, Matt Dillon. <laughs> yeah. So that was the only time we ever really mentioned names because we're not supposed to. Uh, it's strictly anonymous. I think the most interesting thing is just what happens between people. It doesn't matter who they are. But the fact is he has, he sent me a list with names. I know them. You got to show um, it to me. Yeah, I will when we're on. 
Um, and, you know, a lot of them are very well-known people that you would know with their pricing. And he gave me like probably uh, like uh, 20 of his top picks, regular girls who you could Google them and they're out there because, you know, all girls now, even lower end, you know, they have Twitters and they're on, they have a lot of shit yeah. going on. And these famous porn stars who I know who you could Google and you could see videos. And, you know, these are the people that he's with. And we're going to hear specific stories about them. Oh, Detail stories. I like this. Hot stories. And, they're and true, I won't cock block. And, and they're true stories. They're true stories. And I won't cock block it by asking about, you know, whether he hates women secretly, if he jizzes on their face or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love the jizz poll. Yeah, he hates women. He what? No. I, you, every time someone says they jizzed on somebody's face. Lately, you know, you've been saying that, the, the, you know, we talked about it many podcasts. Are they women haters? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of a stinking suspicion that some girls like hot cum on their face. Yeah, but we talked about that, Tommy. It's I because know. they want to be degraded because they had bad fathers. But No, 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 no. Don't go all psychotherapy on me. Maybe just the sensation of a hot liquid touching their face is what they like. <laughs> that could be a reason. No, totally. But most of the time, what turns you on sexually, if it's a little bit specific like that, it a lot of times has a tie to things. If you are a girl that likes just the feeling of hot liquid coming out of somebody's <laughs> penis on your face and you weren't not hugged or something weird happened, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and tell me, you know what, Tommy? I just like hot liquid on my face. Totally. Oh, I want to tell you, J- Jamie Chell emailed me because on Facebook because she heard our podcast. She's still a listener. And she emailed me she, on podcast saying sk- like, oh, I didn't really mean like she was cool. Like I felt bad. I sent her an email back. But when you I went in my bitch, I know I called her a cunt. A cunt. That was I know, but you know, but you know me. I'm not really mean like that. Like I would say that to my I call my, I would say my friend's a cunt to her face, too, if you're mad at somebody for the All moment. Right, so what did she not say? that deep? She said, um, here, I'll get the I'll get the email. I, ca- I can't find it because it's I, I'm I, my phone's not working in your house. And we're in Tommy's house again. We're at Tommy's bar, actually, um, doing the podcast. Yes, um, we but are taping she, live from Times Square. Yeah, basically, she explained herself, you know, because I think um, I was really rude. And she said she's still a listener. <laughs> and I wrote her back. But for some reason, I don't see my my email sent back. And I said, you know, listen, she was right about some of the things that she said. Um, and that was uh, that was it. That's it? It was nice. She was nice. Okay. She was nice. And I was mean. As long, Jamie, as long as we didn't scare you away as a listener. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I just say that stuff like as a joke. You know, it's like uh, if you you say it to me, I could say it back. Like, you know what I mean? If you insult me, I'd still insult you back kind of thing. It's like we could all handle it, take it. Yeah. I'm not mad at her. I love Jamie for listening. She's one of our listeners. That's, That's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. Now back to Ray. Yeah, Ray K. All right, so this is the Ray K part two show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where he's going to tell about his uh, his wild uh, escapades with all these uh, high-end escorts, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh-huh. What I wanted to talk about, though, because I was telling someone this story that happened to me is um, a story about something that happened to me in a health food store when I almost got raped by uh, the guy in the health food store. <laughs> it's not like a... What? I, I know, but it's not like a... I didn't get raped, but okay. like there's this health food store. You didn't put it just a knife closed to your down. Neck? No, just closed down in my in my old neighborhood. I walked past it and it reminded me of what happened. Like many years ago when I lived in this neighborhood, I went into this health food store. I had like cramps or something. And I wanted uh to know what I could take for cramps, right? And so this South African dude 
and me, the owner of the place. Okay. He was the only guy in the building. Okay. And me. He came over and he started helping me. And he's at one point he, he got behind me and he was like feeling my stomach and shit, you know, like, yeah, like from where's behind. the cramps. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and he was telling me and he said, you know, maybe you need a massage or like we do this. We have a back room and like somehow this is during my drinking days. I think I was hung over or something because I don't know. Thinking about what I did now, like I would never do this, but like he somehow got me into the back room of this place. OK, he said, why don't you come in the back room? I could give you a massage. It'll work. And he locked the door. OK, to the place. So now nobody else could come in. It's just me and this big South African man. He gets me into this back room that has like a bed, <laughs> a bed. It's not even a massage table. Okay. It's like a bed couch thing. And he says, lay down like on your back. Okay. And this is like, not even like a drunken memory. This is like, I'm totally straight. This is during the day okay. at like 11 o'clock in the day. And so he, I lay down and he starts like rubbing my feet and and he's massaging my back and he's like are you, he asked me if I'm a model and like right there that's when you know things are going awry okay cuz i'm not a model and like that's like the cheesiest thing you could say that's like the most fucked up thing you could say to somebody you know that that guy's looking at you now as a sex object do you know what i mean like it's just a weird that's a setup for a good old fashioned rape <laughs> Are you? Were you ever a model? Are you a model? Yeah. You're like, oh, no. It's raping time. No, but it's like, no, but thank you for saying I'm pretty. Now I want to fuck you. Like, that's what a guy thinks. Like, it's uh, like the ultimate compliment or something. What is that about guys? Are you a model? Like, he says, you're a model. I'm like, oh, my God. So then he starts, like, massaging my back. And then he tells me to lean, like, to lay over on my side. And he comes over. And so I'm laying on my side. And my ass is to him, right? And now he's standing behind me and he's massaging now my chest area, not my tits, but right above. And this is when I know it's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like something's going on. And then he pushes into me and I could feel his hard cock. Like he's hard. Okay. I could feel his heart on, on my ass while he's massaging my upper chest area. And for one second, this is how nuts I used to be. For one second, I thought I was like thinking to myself, like, wow, this is so interesting that like just 20 minutes ago, I was out on the street and it's a beautiful day out. And now I'm in this back room and this, I, you know, this guy, yeah, like to me, I'm like fascinated kind of by the whole situation. Like I'm sort of outside of myself, you know, and then I snapped back into myself and I knew I had to get out of the situation. I said, oh my God, you know, you should just stop and I don't need this and it's okay. And for one second, he was about to like. I could tell he thought about it. Like he was either going to go further or not let me stop. Or, but and he stopped. And then um, we went out and uh, he started giving me all these things to take. And I didn't want to put anything in my mouth that he was giving me. Because I'm like, he's going to fucking give me a roofie or shit, you know. Mm. And he's shoving all these pills. And he won't let me leave until I take it. So I put it like in my mouth and I drank some water. And I called all my friends and he finally let me out. And I called all my friends. I'm like, if I die in the next 45 minutes, like you need to know this is what happened to me. This is where I was. This is who, you know what I mean? Because how do you know? And I wasn't killed and I was fine and I wasn't roofied and I didn't get raped. But um, that place closed down their uh, health food store recently and that's what I thought about it. You ever have a near rape experience? Uh, No, I haven't. That's because you're a guy. Women don't rape men. Well, no, I mean, yeah, no, women don't rape men. Yeah, why not? Well, you know what? That's a good question. Yeah. What do you mean question? No, that's a good question. Have you ever been raped by a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a guy and you've been raped by a woman, a woman or a woman's... It doesn't happen. It's got to be possible. It doesn't. There's one man 
who there was one woman man rape story and it's a documentary and it's a fucking cool hilarious documentary about this woman i forget what her name is she supposedly kidnapped a man and raped her who didn't want to marry her and it was like turned into a documentary but it's supposed to be like not true i don't know yeah no i don't get that i mean because if a woman rapes you and you get hard technically you're into it right 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 you can't really rape a guy how do you how do you how do you do that in court and the judge be like, well, did you get hard? Yeah, well, how the fuck did she rape you? You know what I mean? I have an ex-boyfriend who was getting beat up by his wife. That's another thing. Like, you don't think that men get beat up. By, oh, you know, women get beat do. up. Yeah, like his wife would, like, beat the shit, like, would beat him up. Like, he's an abused husband. He wasn't. He had divorced her. He was an abused husband. That does happen. What? That does happen. I am very You think aware more so than rape, man rape? Yes. I don't think man rape really happens. No, because once a girl, even if you're, let me ask you this, Tommy, if you're well, not attracted to a woman, okay, and she grabs it, right, mm-hmm. it, like it just starts doing, like, will you just by default for the actual just action of somebody touching, like, get hard, or you have to be someone attracted to her? I don't know. I've never been in that position. Usually, I have to be, I have to be attracted to somebody to get hard. So it doesn't matter. Like if it was just some like old lady. Yeah, even though I know just, you're all into old ladies. She crutchered up the street in her walker and started rubbing my cock. I don't think it would work. No. 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 So it's not. So you could be raped. You could be forcibly like forced to have sex, and not, nothing that the woman was doing to you would be hot. Yeah, but how would she rape me if my penis wasn't hard? I don't know. She could grope me. You, right. A man could be groped. Right. Well, technically I wasn't raped by him, but the fact that he was massaging my chest area and his hard dick was up against my ass, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it wasn't like rape, but like he was trying to do something. Like That could have went bad. It sounded like that was a going somewhere really wrong fast. I know, but I thought it was like hilarious. I, I, I like how you said, well, when I was laying on my side and he started touching right above my chest is when I kind of thought <laughs> something wasn't right. Just maybe the part when he said, come into a back room, mm-hmm. I would have been like, no, I'm all right. I know, but I have like a, something. I must have been molested when I was younger. Something happened to me because like I have like a really like weird sort of idea of what's right or wrong. I could intellectually know that something's not right, but somehow I don't experience it. Like I had, I always you would say I want to write a book. I'm going to have a chapter called My Shrink, The Paralyzed Lesbian. Because when I was younger and I went to high school, I was thrown out of three high schools. I was very bad. In my last high school, I had to get like a child study team, which included a therapist. And I had a therapist and she loved me, but she like loved me too much. Like she loved me so much that she like would lie to my parents about my boyfriend she would get like it was like weird and I always felt a little weird with her even though I loved her as my therapist she always would like look at her tits and look at me and she would um she would always grab she would always pinch my ass and tell me that I had a nice ass and she'd also I know see look at your eyes you go like uh, whenever people hear that I know, but I didn't know, and I still don't know. It was, like, weird. Like, so she would pinch my ass and tell me I had a nice ass. She'd make me sit on her lap. Well, things were different. She would make me Things sit were different back in the but 70s. But I was 16. <laughs> when you were in high school. I was, it was the 80s. <laughs> um, I was, like, you know, I'm talking 16 years old, yeah, so I'm sitting up. on her lap. I know, and I, just so you know, I to this day, I still... And then, so what happened was, the reason why I stopped seeing her, 
is I always thought she would make a pass at me. And one day my last school was trying to throw me out again, like another third school trying to throw yeah. me out. So we had a whole meeting with all of the people, my parents, and she said, Kathy, I want you to meet me before the meeting in my car alone so we could have a discussion to make sure that you're cool with this. And I said, okay. And I really started to get nervous because I thought this is the time she's going to rate me. Like she's going to make her move, right? Yeah. Because somehow this was all going down, right? Like something was going on, right? Yeah. So I meet her and in her car and she doesn't do anything. We talk, we have coffee and everything. And then we go and she said, I want you to sit very close to me in the meeting so that if you get rude or anything, because I have a tendency to lash out, especially when I was younger, like I was a very bad, you know, and very rebellious, especially against authority figures. I'll pinch you. You know what I mean? She was going to try and keep me under wraps. So I had to sit very close to her. And she had you sat on her hand. No, worse. <laughs> so we're so now we're in the meeting, okay? And I'm sitting at a table. I'm only like 16 years old, right? I have every author, authoritative person around me, right? My mother, my father, everybody in the school, the child study team. Like it's all everybody against me. Everybody's there. Everybody against me and my therapist sitting really close to me. And they start off, of course, all ganging up on me. I was very bad. By this point, I was very unruly. I probably deserved to be thrown out of that school too. So they're all talking really terrible about me and I'm getting fucking pissed. And I, when I would get pissed, I'm screaming at everybody. So of course she starts rubbing the inside of my leg, like the inside of my leg. Like Tommy, if you look, I'm showing Tommy. Yeah, but what yeah, I mean, like I'm way talking, upper thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbing the inside of my thigh. But I can't do anything about it because I'm in front of everybody. Right. But I experience rage like I've never had because I'm like what the fuck is going on right but what am I supposed to say and to this day I don't know is like that inappropriate <laughs> like yeah they're not even supposed to hug you I know that's what I've been told but that's what's wrong with me like somehow I could like get out of myself well, and I don't know what, if things are right or wrong but that's what even she though kn- I know they're wrong no but that's what she knew she knew you didn't know the difference right she knew I was she, a fucking she, damaged that's person what, she yeah, could but do that's that what's too. wrong with those people right they Fucking, they're predators, dude. They prey on people because they went to school for this. She was a, you know, she was a doctor. She was a therapist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in her sick, twisted thing, she knew how fucked up. She knew you didn't know the boundaries of what she could cross and what she couldn't cross. Right. That I and she and, did it in front of so many people that what I was like outnumbered. Who would believe me? I was in front of everybody yeah. that hated that, me. Well, that's exactly there. Right? Who's gonna believe this fucked up kid? Who's been thrown out of every school? Who would right. lie and do I was whatever. never a liar, well, but uh, I was fucked up. But that's what the whole thing. I was yeah. uh, aggressive, and I was like, and you know, they, you know, who's gonna believe this kid who's all messed up over me who's never had? You know what I mean? So that's yeah, that's the problem with those people. But rubbing my leg underneath, <laughs> and then rubbing the back of my neck underneath my hair. I, it got me so enraged. I wanted to fucking kill her. Okay, but did it keep you calm for the meeting? No. What do you mean calm? No, I flipped out more because I was so angry that she was doing that. It made me more angry and I couldn't say anything to the point where after that experience, when I would be friends with people, if I didn't like somebody like a guy friend of mine, it was always guys. If If they touched me and touched my arm, if I wasn't attracted to them, it would make me fucking enraged and they weren't touching me inappropriately, but it was just because I felt like 
like violated because that moment and I would become so angry, but I would never tell anyone why I was angry. I wouldn't say don't touch my arm because I would feel like I'm a fucking freak. Like who can't touch someone's arm? Yeah. But it was because I associated somebody touching me that I'm not attracted with rage that every time that happened to me later in my life, that's how I felt. And I could never tell anyone about it because I didn't even know if it was fucking wrong to this day. I'm like, if someone rubs your leg was like, she just being nice. Was I wrong? (laughs) No, I know everyone has the same reaction and I know intellectually, but this is why I could be almost raped and I don't know what's happening. Not now, but I know at the health food store. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If someone asks you to come into the back room, you (laughs) say no for now on. Okay. (laughs) Write that on your wrist. Okay. You're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Let me just. He wants me to come into this back room of this deli. Let me look at my wrist. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, sir. I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> that might be right. He's rubbing my top of my chest. And yeah. he just asked me if I was the model. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, right? <laughs> Do you model for Sears? <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I need to call into someone else's podcast for that problem. But we're going to come back on with who? Who we have on? Dick Rabbit. Ray. Dick no, Rabbit. we're with Ray K. Oh, sorry. I'll Google that out. So wait. You'll Google I, it no, out? I, I know. I have to delete all the time. I'll delete it. So wait. So we have to get back to our caller because yeah. my problems are not uh, interesting. That's a whole <laughs> another series of 50 shows. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back with Ray K and the escorts. Part two. Part two. The escapade Ray. Es- yeah, Ray episode. K. Yeah, right. the details. The That's hot hard details. to say that 10 times. Twice. What? Escapade. Escapades. A- a- no, escapade episode. Escapade episodes. Escapade episodes. Escapade episodes. All right, episodes. all right, all right. We get okay, it. Okay, we we'll, we'll be it. right back. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Ray K. So you're on the call with me and Tommy. How you doing, Ray? Good. Good to talk to you guys again. Yeah, so this is your part two, and on part two, what we want you to do, because I don't think we got into it enough on the other call, is give us, like, specific detail information of stuff that happened. You had sent me an email with some, you know, more details about the, you know, actual porn stars that you found on um, on uh, Preferred Before on One. You're not going to give names, but we want to know, like, your best and worst scenarios, like the specific scenarios. I think listeners want to hear more details. Yeah. So start with the worst ones, maybe. Okay, so um, probably one of my worst experiences was it's like the third or fourth woman I saw, and she's pretty prominent on Preferred for One One and other sites up in the Seattle area. And um, I used this my email of introduction to kind of also check out the girls and screen them. And I don't do really well with people who are rude or um, don't treat it like a, a real appointment, like a business appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm looking for like a timely response and things like that. And everything was great in the emails. And then when she showed up at my hotel, she was very demanding, um, which at first was a little weird, like telling me where to sit and what to do. Um, right. I thought I'd go with it. But then when we started fooling around, she called her pussy her kitty, which I hadn't heard before, but um, she would yeah, say things like... <laughs> 
it wasn't. It was so annoying, and it was every two seconds. It was touch kitty here. Kitty doesn't like that. It was all like <laughs> in the third kitty. person. Did you tell her that you hate <laughs> fucking cats? <laughs> I'm a dog person, yeah, right? Well, I, I did tell her. I didn't want to be rude, but I did tell her it wasn't working for me and, and ended the appointment. But you know, the weird part was that she had emailed me. I don't remember two or three times afterwards asking for another appointment to kind of do better and make it up to me. Oh wow! Um, and of course, I. Yeah, I never saw it again. It was just weird. But um, that was probably one of my worst experiences. Do you have to pay her? In that kind of a scenario, do you pay her? Pardon me? Do you pay her? Did you have to pay her? Oh, yes. I gave her a fee for her. You know, the fees for their time, it's not what you do. And so I feel like if, uh, you know, once I open the door, if I let them in the room, then I owe them that fee for their time. I I wouldn't, it's on the whole karma thing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take someone's fee away from them. Right. And so on preferred four on one, do the escorts like email guys soliciting them as well, or do they just wait for the guy to email them? I think they pretty much wait for the guy. She wanted another shot because I think she felt like it wasn't it wasn't a good appointment and she wanted to make it a good appointment. Yeah, um, she she bothered her I, ego. I, yeah, I've never had um, uh, an escort contact me unsolicited. Right. Okay. So that was right. That's what I was wondering. I didn't think so. Yeah, that was a bad one. And then um, there's a uh, porn star who I didn't put on that list. I sent you because it was a bad experience. But she's really big in kind of the that milf world. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had, I was in L.A. and and had scheduled an appointment with her, and it, it was pretty good. But then like right when she walked in, into the uh, the hotel, she literally went through a menu of things that she would do, like if I was in a restaurant. <laughs> and and asked me to go through what I wanted to do, and I, I told her because it, it kind of killed all the the illusion of romance and seduction and all that, which is what I'm looking for. Right. Um, and then um, so I told her that, and we, we talked through it. And so she said, "Well, I'm really sorry, but I I'd still like to fuck you." <laughs> I had already paid her, and she's really really attractive. And so I thought, well, I think I can do that. <laughs> Right. Um, and it was pretty. It was pretty fun, but it wasn't what I was used to. And and for me, it was a good experience because um, it was just there wasn't any sensuality, there wasn't any romance. It was just sex, um, and it was kind of animalistic. She was real aggressive. She did something that no one had ever done to me. Whereas when we were kind of fooling around, she uh, told me to lean up against the headboard, and she said, "And I'd never had this before." But she said, "I want to fuck your face." Which I remember just kind of thinking, well, that's, you know, that's interesting, and I don't really know what that means, but okay. And so she, you know, she kneeled above my face and just kind of controlled everything with her hips. Uh-huh. It, and it, it was really, it was really sexy. It was pretty incredible. Um, and so it went from an experience that was kind of bad to one that was really kind of almost like carnal and animalistic. Um, but I wouldn't have repeated just because there wasn't a connection right at the beginning. But I, I did go through with it, which... Afterwards, I felt a little bit like a pig, but then I thought, well, you know, we, we have an arrangement. I'm paying for their time. There's an expectation. So I, I got over that pretty quick. Yeah, it's what the hot shower's for. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it all washes off. Oh, really? Off. Is that I, what it is? I, yeah, it all washes off. I told you that, that, Jewish, that Jewish Catholic guilt that crept up. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That goes away pretty quick. <laughs> so, if, you know, on that list that I had sent you, if, I don't know if you looked at any of the escorts to their website, so there's one that's on there that's heavily tattooed. Right. Okay, and so 
Um, I saw her in, in her city. It's a you know major, pretty big city. And I think she's one of the more famous tattooed girls. Uh-huh. And um, when, when she came in, um, you know, just jet black hair and little columns on her and big fake breasts. When, when she came in, she was dressed like, I like girls to dress just normal, you know, jeans and flip-flops and a T-shirt or a nice business suit or whatever. Right. But not dressed like they're looking like they're an escort. Right. And she came in, she was dressed in, in this summer dress. And it was just really weird because it was real hot. It was, it was August. And when she came in, it was just like almost one of those things where, I don't know how this, like for you, Kathy, as a woman, and Tommy, if you're a public service, sometimes you look at a woman and you're just like, holy crap, that's just like the coolest thing in the world. Just, it's almost like art, just really lovely. And so she came in and had one of those moments, and she caught me staring, and, and she kind of started giggling, and you could see the persona of her, her escort go away, and then the, the woman who she really is was there, and she's like, you know, what's so funny? What's going on? Why, you know? And so I explained to her, I was just like, oh, my God, it's like you're just so pretty. And we sat there and chatted, and just talking on the bed for probably an hour, and it was only an hour appointment. Right. And, uh, and then she said, well, what's something you've always wanted to do that you've never done? And I couldn't think of anything just because at that point I was still kind of exploring what I wanted to do and so forth. And so I, I said, I, I don't know, but I said, I'm open to anything. Mm-hmm. And so um, she, it was pretty funny because she, she straddled me. I was sitting on the bed and she kind of straddled me and she was kissing me on the and she whispered and she said, get ready for the ride of your life. That's mm-hmm. a cool I'll never forget it. And I just thought, holy crap, this is going to be neat, you know. And uh, so she started with, with a blowjob. It was amazing. And at that point, I'd only um, come from a blowjob twice. Really? And What? Yeah. And it was, what? It was crazy. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hold it back. Um, and then, so, you know, that was over, and it was pretty fun. And then we were just kind of chatting. And she says, are you ready for round two? And I've, I've always been kind of a one-hit wonder. Yeah, we talked about that last time. And I time. told her, I said, I, I don't think I could do it. But she said, well, I want to try. She said, I'm not leaving until you do again. Ooh. Yeah, okay. and, and but she was putting all this effort into it. And I, I felt kind of bad. So I'm like, you can work as hard as you want, but I don't think it's going to happen. And so we did, you know, we did doggy for a long time, which is probably my favorite position. Um, and she was really tall. I, I'm very tall, and she was in heels, uh, almost as tall as I am. Right. And um, so she, she did this thing where there's this, I usually stay in nicer hotels, and there's a, a pretty large um, mirror. Uh, opposite of the bathroom. Right. In the big hallway. And so she grabbed the sides of the mirror and, you know, bent over so I could be behind her and kind of watch everything. And I got really close and that was pretty cool. And then she said, finally, she said, stop. And she went, just paint my face. Which I'd never that, heard of before. That's Kathy's favorite and, thing in the whole world. Jizz on her face, she meant? Yes, she did. Okay, so. <laughs> we keep why, talking why about this. like that? No, I don't like that. I have a what? whole no. We talked about this in a podcast. I do. I did. I went through a whole jizz poll about like guys that j- like to jizz on oh, girls' faces. It's Kat- just this thing. Kathy thinks people who jizz on girls' faces hate women. Yeah, if they're like you didn't specifically oh. want to no, do that because we know he doesn't. Do. I, no, right? She likes to be degraded. No, no, no. <clears throat> yeah, no. I never. I wouldn't. I've never even thought about doing that. It's like why? Yeah, I think me, women like, like why it. Would I a, 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 the heavily tattooed woman. Okay, so go on. So yeah. she says, "Paint my face." <laughs> yeah. She, so she said that, and I was kneeling, you know, on the bed, and she was on the phone. She's calling. She's kind of, you know, standing, and she's using her hand and blowing me. And 
it probably went on for like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And then I, I did arrive again. I mean, I did come again. That's awesome. And when I did, it was, it was, well, but it was like she was like, kind of almost like using my cock like a, like a paintbrush on her face. Let me tell you what Tommy's doing while you're talking. He is on the preferred 411 website, mesmerized yeah. by the women that you could get. It's I mean, crazy, right? It's crazy. There are just millions of them here. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But all very high end. Very high end. Yeah, it's it's not like a, you know, like I've heard you guys talk about Craigslist. It's not like where you no, go. No, definitely the, not. This you know, is a, is, this is a very, this is the reserve list here. Yeah, Tommy's on the iPhone, so I keep seeing him make things like bigger, like pictures bigger. <laughs> I was like, are her tits really that big? Yeah. Yeah, there's well, everything you could imagine on there, right? Everything. But I mean, yeah. I'm talking, and, these are the, the creme de la creme of their profession. We'll, we'll put it that way. The reserve list. Um, but and if yeah. you want, after we hang up, I can email you my password and such, and you can no. uh, still have to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Tommy has a baby I, and a wife. I, I don't think that would go over too well with the wife. <laughs> he'd, he'd get in trouble. Yeah, she'd, he'd be like, why are you looking at these women? I was like, oh, this guy sent me his passcode. No, that, that's not a good yeah, idea. It, it sounds like a lie, but it actually sure. is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, you would never, she would never believe it. Okay, so so you actually came twice with her, and did she charge you for the extra time, or she stayed with you with the, for that extra oh, time? Oh no, I, I've never I've never had a woman who stayed longer ever um, ask for more money or anything like that ever. Do you throw um, them a tip because fact, they stay longer? I always feel like if I if I'm handing them money or anything like that, it seems to kind of for me anyway degrade the experience. Uh huh. Um, and so what I usually do is I put the, the cash and then the gift cards I give them into a greeting card. And I just leave that, you know, if we're having wine or whatever, I just leave that in a place where I know they'll see it and take it. I've actually, in all my experience, I've only had one woman count the money in front of me. Most of them don't even look at it. Right. I guess that's just the classy thing. That's the way that you're supposed to do business, right? You just trust that the guy's paid you. It's there. You always tip all your girls? Like, does every girl get a gift card or a little extra cash on the side? I, you know, I do, yeah, I do something um, that first time for for all of them. And then if it's really like a neat experience that I want to repeat, then the next time I usually do something that's a little more tailored and generous. Like um, what? Like if they need, well, like if they need airline miles or something like that or an airplane ticket, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that, you know, I'll just ask them, I'll say, look, I don't want to give you a generic gift card. What's something you would really like? And I've had, you know, women say they needed a new laptop or, Whatever, and then usually if I do something like that, then you know the next. <laughs> they're staying. Like, they're like staying. The, they're going to stay overtime. <laughs> well, but, but like the girl, the woman I got the laptop for, um, she didn't charge me for the next two appointments because she felt like that was you know too much of a gift. That's nice. Which is fine. Nice. Kind of, for the, the women that are really honest and healthy, I don't. I've never felt taken advantage of. They're right. usually very, very fair and good, and you know. So, um, what? Go ahead. No, go on with your next experience, right? Well, I just—I was, was going to say that that um, it made me think of one of the women who's on that list who was in San Diego for a long time, and and she's probably forty-five, something like that, and she's now been in Vegas because I guess business is better in Vegas. When I saw her the first time in San Diego, you know, she told me what kind of wine she liked, and I got the wine, and 
we had our session. It was great. And then um, she was there. Gosh, um, our session was like at 5 in the afternoon. She didn't leave until almost 11, uh, just drinking wine and chatting and, you know, just kind of fooling around. And wow. so most so, of the women are pretty, they're pretty generous. Um, the one, the one um, on the list, I, I don't have a list in front of me I sent you, but uh, prominent. Did you guys look at that list? Did you check out their websites and stuff? Yes, I did. I mean, there were some people okay. that I knew of because they were that well known. Oh, okay. On the escort side or the porn star side? No, the porn star side. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't say the, names, but I think a lot of people will know some of these because they've been on like the Stern show. You know what I mean? They're like on, they're out there. Oh, yeah. So you know. Yeah. Well, the one the one uh, chick, the redhead who's been on the Stern show a lot, she's by far the best sexual experience I've ever had. Really, the um, redheaded I'm, that's on the Stern so, show that people could put two and two together. That's okay. Yeah. Well. Oops. You're getting her business. She was like the best sex you ever had. Oh, by far. I see her every every chance I get. Just super cool person, genuine, nice. Um, you know, very like, you know, when you're just chatting, like if we were all having coffee and chatting, there's some who will tell you about their kids or whatever, and others who say, you know, I don't talk on personal life, which is fine. I respect that, but they want to know about my personal life. Right. And so um, those usually I don't connect with, but she's, I'm just, I mean, you've seen beautiful face, stunning body, super sensual, um, uses like when we're having sex, uses her legs a lot, uh-huh. like will wrap her legs around me or, um, you know, it's like if I'm, if I'm performing oral on her, one of the things she does, which for me was a new thing too, is she kind of like puts her feet on my shoulders uh-huh. and then she'll grab my head and then she'll kind of direct traffic that way. Wow. And I, I don't know why it's so sexy. It just is. And it's, it's almost, she's very sensual. So right. I almost feel like I, I could never tell you how we go from having a cocktail in my suite to being naked on the bed. I could never tell you how that happens. And right, because it it's so time. natural. But that's what's hot, right? That's what you like. Oh, it just, it's so it's... cool. And, yeah, unbelievable. And, um, you know, just, yeah. And, and she's one of those girls who... She does this thing like when she's performing oral where she uses her hand a lot uh-huh. and um, like plays with my balls and stuff. And I, again, I've never had that kind of thing either. And it's, it's, it's almost in some ways feels better than like intercourse. Right. Yes. No, I, I, I've heard that with guys before. You know, there's something about like the hands and the mouth. If you use everything, I mean, it, that, you know, no vag could do on its own. <laughs> Because yeah, there's a couple things. If you have two hands and a mouth, right, giving you head, like, that could be a really hot experience. Very. And I think, like, with her and the other, other women who have liked or who have done that and it's been fun, it's because they really like it. They seem to really like performing it. Like, I like performing oral on a woman, and I think that makes, if you like doing it, it kind of makes you better at it. Not that 100%. Yes, Absolutely. Which, because the, so I always tell guys, like, if a guy says to me, like, oh, that girl gave me the worst hat, I'm like, she either gives bad hat or she didn't like you. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I think, like, it could be because, um, you know, a girl, if a girl really likes a guy, like, she wants to really get him off. Like, she'll work really hard or, and she's really into it. Or there's just girls, like you said, that they just love giving head because it is a way that they're, you know, you're turning a guy on and that's hot. So, and that's what makes for a good blowjob because you, you know that she really like, likes it. 
yeah, and that, that it kind of changes the the whole experience for me. So she's on the escort or on the porn star side. She's by far the the coolest. Um, the, the redhead. Is, you know, the, yeah, the problem with the porn star girls is they're you know they really are much much more expensive, um, and so it you know it's like uh, you can get a regular escort for you know a third of the price even on preferred four one one, and so it does limit the kind of amount of fun you can have if you have a any kind of a financial restriction, which most of us do. Yeah. Right, exactly, because they are a little bit more. But some of the regular girls are hot too, right? Oh gosh, yeah. Like in that that list of the the um, escorts who are from my favorite, the one on there that uh, there's a real tall brunette who's. If you look at her website, it's all business, so she looks like she could be a executive at Gillette or something. Right, right. And uh, she's she's probably one of my favorite people and. Um, she was one who actually I stopped seeing because I felt like, man, I could really be in trouble here. Like, I could have feelings. For, for and, her. Um, Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's like she's she's the kind of woman who, like, I see at work. So it's like when we sit down, she only takes her minimal appointments two hours. And usually what I do is I, I put her on, like, a retainer is what I've done to where um, I book a three-hour session once a month for the whole year, and I pay her up front. Nice. So every time they see her, I'm not giving her money or anything like that. And right. um, and she has an assistant, so her assistant kind of, you know, gives me, I don't think, first right of time, but, you know, gets me in. But we'll sit down and we'll chat about, you know, business and finance and some other things that are interesting to me or politics. We'll chat for a couple hours in her suite. And, uh, and then it's like a light switch turns on in her when we start kind of joking and she'll start laughing. And... I think probably for me, the thing about her is because she's so tall and I'm tall, is she, she loves missionary, which has never really done anything for me. I've never, you know, bikes I'm so big, I've always been afraid I was going to, you know, crush the woman or something. Right. And, uh, you know, she, the first time we were together, she was with black stockings, which I think are just really sexy. Mm-hmm. So the first time we were together, she was performing oral, I was performing oral, and we were having fun and playing around, and then... She rolled over on her back, and she says, I want you to get on top of me. And, and you know, I told her, say, I don't want to hurt you. And she says, I want you to put your full weight on me. Right. And I remember just thinking, and I'm not fat, I'm just big. I remember just thinking, God, I'm going to hurt this girl. But it was so sexy that she wanted me to do it. Yeah, and no, I totally get I that. that. Oh, yeah. And then when I did that, but she started, usually when I've been missionary, the, the woman kind of just almost laying there, you know. Right. And she was doing this thing with her, her pussy that, it was almost like she was gripping my cock with her pussy. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, you it can was, make it, it tight. was the coolest thing. And then what she did was she would put, and she has super long legs, you guys saw. She would put her legs on my shoulders, which I've never had happen either because my shoulders are way too high for a woman, you know? Right, but and, not for uh, her. I, and then, oh, God, and then looking in her eyes, and even just while we're, we're having sex, just laughing and talking. And uh, I'll, I mean, I'll... I won't last three minutes in that position with her at all. I mean, it's just so quick, but it's, it's amazing. And then, you know, usually what we do is after, after we've had fun, then she just kind of puts on jeans and a sweatshirt and we go down and grab coffee or something like that and hang out. And, um, as stunning as she looks in her business outfit, she looks equally as cute just in her kind of, you know, spongy street clothes. But that, that whole missionary thing with the, how she works her, her pussy is amazing. I don't even not really how to describe it. It's almost like it's a hand or something, you know? 
should be very controlled. That sounds ever, amazing. Have you had that, Tommy? <laughs> have you had a girl do that to you, Tommy? Um, not These are not the intense. kind of escorts you ever had, right? No, I, I didn't have that budget back in the Tommy day. Tommy was just too drunk, and he was just trolling Craigslist. Is that where you find your girls? <laughs> or just referrals. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So they were, like, cheaper? <laughs> I guess. They didn't have any of those tricks that there's leaving? No. <laughs> I don't even think they slept with me. I was probably so wasted. <laughs> they just took your money. Yeah, they would take my money and wake me up and be like, I had a good time. I was like, oh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah, you you, you got to be careful now that you're married. No, nah, I don't. I, like, I'm retired. I'm retired. No, I just spent a few life hearing any of those stories. Oh, uh, well, you know what? I mean, we kind of have a, a policy now. The past is the past. I mean, she doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't listen and she doesn't want to hear it. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I she met me when I was in full swing. And, uh, you know, that's it. You can't uh, get in a time machine and go back and change things. I mean, you can only do what we're doing now. Right. And um, But yes. I could fully imagine the, the yeah. I mean, the, Tommy was googling your girls. Grip pussy. Tommy, Tommy was googling <laughs> those girls. I mean, how do you choose one when they're all so hot? Oh my god. Yeah, you know, for me, um, I, I I'm really into kind of athletic women, mm-hmm. um, and then I I typically like tall women, um, but you know, like that that one porn star is not tall. She's actually kind of short, but. There's just some about her, you know. It's like when I when I actually saw the photo of her face, I was like, "Oh my god, she's just so beautiful," you know. Right. Um, do you make out with these people? Do you, we, do you kiss pardon? these people? Do is there making out with these people? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, um, that particular woman, uh, the first time you know when we started kissing, um, and I'm you know I'm. My whole world is being responsible and kind of, I guess, a little type A. So I'm always a little bit stressed and on. And she just, she grabbed the first time we were kissing, she grabbed the back of my, my head, and she, she said, she pulled back, and she said, give me your tongue. And I, I just was kind of thinking, you know, what? And then she said, just relax and give me your tongue. And then it was like, I could have, honestly, I could have come just from a kissing. Right. It was really sexy. So... For me, like if you look on preferred porn, you can put in the if you want, you know, uh, light kissing, you know, heavy kissing, deep kissing, um, and so you can screen women based on you know if you want to kiss or not. Right, because some of them don't and want for, to. I feel like that's what yeah, I would always. For me, kissing is really important. Right, it's not like a romantic thing. It's a sex. It's a sexual thing. I think it turns you on. It gets everything going. Yeah, I don't see how. I, it's just the way I'm wired. I don't see how people could have sex without kissing for a while first. So. Yeah, I um, love kissing. I think it's a very sexual thing. Yet I had a booty call guy once for a really long time, and I never really kissed him, and it was really hot. But that's very, and that's not normally how I am. But it just worked that way with that person. But um, most of the time, I love to kiss. It's a part of like the hotness, and it gets you going. But for some reason, I'm here to tell you that you could find someone that you're really into, and you don't kiss, and it's just as hot. Like it's weird. But anyway, back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it can be cool. Um, well, that the um, on that list, I was saying there's one uh, uh, blonde woman in Las Vegas, uh, and there's lots of blondes in Vegas. So I'm not saying too much. <laughs> right. but, um, we were talking last time, and, and I told you I'd done anal twice because the women had asked for it. And she was one of the women who had, had asked me to do that. Right. And so, she, you know, we were just chatting and having wine, and she said, you know, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a second. She came out dressed in this, you know, kind of sexy black 
number with stockings and stuff. And then I knew it was kind of like game on. And so we're kissing and fooling around. And it was, I mean, it was probably five minutes into it. And, and some of the women, it's like, I think kind of like cursing and dirty talk can be sexy if it's natural to the person. Yeah. But if it's kind of put on, I don't, I don't find it sexy. And she just, was doing our thing. She just kind of hopped on the bed on all fours and she said, I want you to suck my ass. Sweet. And I was just like, okay. And so I'm like, well, I won't hurt you. And she goes, you're not going to hurt me. And so the whole time I'm behind her, she was just saying horribly foul things that were sexy, you know? <laughs> like, you know, you want to you wanna come in my ass. You want to come in my ass. Don't you come on and come for me. It was just like, it was almost like she was a coach, you know, kind of cheering me on during my push-ups or something, you know? <laughs> and um, that, that didn't last too long. <laughs> So, matter of fact, I was just supposed to see her this last week in Vegas, but um, something came up and she had to cancel. So, so you saw someone else? <laughs> I can imagine. So, you, did you well, see somebody else? No, I'm not. You know, my, my schedule is so tight in life that if something like that happens, um, I just, you know, I move on to work. Right. So, it fell through, so you didn't see her. Yeah, I would have had to schedule or cancel work meetings I had scheduled for that evening and things like that. And I, I, I just don't do that. So that was just like really like she just really wanted you to fuck her in the ass. So I could see why you get really turned on because it sounds like most of the time with these women with you, what it is that you like. And I think that it happens with you is like you want to you want to know for real that these girls are really into you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, want to, I tell them in the, that my uh, initial email, it's not just about me. I want them to have fun. And, and I always tell them, it's like, I don't want you to do anything you don't really want to do. You know, right. and it's like, if there's something you want to do, cool, tell me. And if I don't want to do it, I'll, you know, but um, it is important to me that they have fun too. I don't feel like it's just all about me. And, and when, you know, usually when I get to know the girls and we talk about other clients that they have and stuff, I would say for the most part, um, the girls I tend to see have really good clients who seem to be very kind towards them and generous. Uh, and respectful, which is important. But there's always a few who you just think, you know, come on. You, you know, you think being a douchebag is going to get them to put out more for you? Right. And yeah. then the girl doesn't want to see them again. And then, you know, guys can get blacklisted. And what I found is the community of escorts, they do these meet and greets. And the girls in these different cities all talk. What do you mean meet and, and greets? So they'll do a thing like... Um, at a hotel where 30 or 40 escorts will get together and you have to be invited to it and you go and it's in a bar and you get to meet different girls and they get to see if they like you and you like them and then you schedule an appointment off of that. Oh, meet and greet for customers, but while they're there, they talk to the other girls about the guys that are there. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I'm, you know, we've talked, I've talked to several about how they do that and I'm actually okay with it because a lot of them are doing it for safety. You know, they'll just say, hey, this guy was a jerk or he was rude or, you know, if you slap my ass too hard or whatever it is. Right. They're not talking about your personal shit. They're not talking to be gossipy or like, you know. No, no. Talk. And then, this, you know, on Preferred 411, they also do a thing for the guys where women can look um, and they can look at, let's say, my profile and see what the other uh, escorts who have okayed me have said about me. Oh, so they leave comments. So, so you have comments under your name? Yeah. Yeah, I can't see them. Only the escorts can. Oh. Um, and I had I had one of the girls offer to log on and let me see, but I, I felt like, you know, if, if the client's not supposed to see that part, then I'm okay not seeing it. Oh, but know? come on. Don't you have any scoopage on what someone has said about you? Yeah, I'd want to know. 
Yeah, don't you want to know? Don't give no, us I, one I did, comment. I did ask. I did ask. Yeah. And what was your comments? Um, that, you know, they said they don't talk like about talk size or anything like that, but they do talk about you know if the person was respectful. They have like boxes they can check. Right. Um, and if they see him again, and if if on there, like you know, are they their all-time favorite client? Are they a client that they kind of put up with, or a client that they would prefer not to see? Um, so they give you ratings like that. And according to her, I had all nines and tens, but of course, I, I don't know that. I haven't seen it. Right. Interesting. I would th- I would I would think that girls would be like, you know, sort of. Um, I mean, they're like. They're close with each other and they're not in competition for like the richest guy or the guy that gives the most presents. Like they want other girls to get that guy too. I would think that they would be a little bit, just because of human nature of women, a little bit sort of maybe not wanting other to let other women know that this guy is like really good and he's very generous because they yeah. want to keep it to themselves. That happens. Right. Yeah, that happens. Um, one of the escorts that I, I saw for quite a while, some of the, the higher end ones have assistants to do right. their screening and their booking and all that. And then um, I was I was requesting to see another woman in a different city, and it was the same assistant. And the assistant had told the the first escort that, hey, you know, one of your favorite clients is looking to go over here. And uh, so then the, the second escort had emailed me and just said, hey, out of respect for this other woman, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to see you. And I actually thought it was kind of shitty because uh, I'm not their only client, so why should they be my only escort? Exactly. Um, yeah. And so I, what I did was is I um, scheduled my next appointment with her, and we didn't fool around. I just told her, I said, you know, I'm not going to see you again. Here's why. I just don't think it's cool. And what did and, she say? Um, she must have been horrified to lose the business. Well, it's, I think she was more hurt, but she, you know, it's funny, I, I saw a part of her that was really, like you said, possessive and, and almost angry. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't do well with that in any relationship. It's, you know, I just don't feel like you put shackles on people. And so... For me, at that point, whether she would have said, hey, I'm sorry, and that's fine, I, I was done. Um, right. And then it's interesting because that other escort, uh, our schedules have not meshed up, but I just emailed her uh, last week, and I'm going to see her in July, which is kind of fun. So you book that far out because you're doing these girls on the road, right? Well, I do because my, my travel schedule for work, I, I do a lot of speaking for other companies, and so my... My speaking schedule actually books about six to nine months out. Mm-hmm. And so um, in order, when I know I'm going to a city to speak or to do a conference, then I, I know I'm going to have certain appointments, and so I want to block out time if I'm going to see a woman. So usually I book about a month out. Right. All the girls that you sent me in the list, you fucked them all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't send the ones I didn't. Right. So, so I'll... The, the first... Yeah, that first list was the porn stars I really, really liked and had fun with. And then the second one was just regular escorts that are some of my favorites. Right. Yeah, I wish I could name names because I would want to know specifically. <laughs> but I can't. There was one that I really knew from Howard that has a lot of tattoos. Right. That, that was we on can tell the code. Yeah, just what? don't go there. <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. We're talking in code, yeah. That yeah, so yeah, those yeah. Are all those porn stars were ones that you really liked. All these I'm showing yeah, Tommy. Tommy's saying which one I'm showing him the list. We could talk. You don't no, have to no. be which for which Tommy. one were you talking about? Oh, I was talking about the first one. Oh, the okay. most the, she's like the most faint. Like I know her just from her name because she's you know pretty well known. Oh, all right. You don't have the list in front of you, do you, Ray? 
no. He's yeah, but I know who the first one was, and she's amazing. She was amazing. I you know, I know that she's always talking yeah, about trying great. to get out of the business and shit, but she, she would be one that I would think would have an assistant and a whole thing set up, right? Because she's been in the business for a long time. Yeah, since the early 90s and has, you know, she's really a smart businesswoman where she has all these ways to monetize herself as a brand. Uh-huh. And is doing quite well. And she's um, cool? Totally cool. Just such a sweet, nice person. Just, you know, incredible. I mean, really, just like one of those people who you would be friends with. Just a great person. Right. Is she one of them that you became friends with, or you still just sleep with her? Because I know that once you become friends with someone, you don't sleep with them anymore. Did you did you still sleep right. with no, her? I do. Yes, I do. And and I've really kind of held the, the friendship back. There's some things that she felt like we could connect on on a business, and I'm, I'm really holding some of those things back because I, I really do like sleeping with her. Right, you don't want to cross that line because you don't want to stop sleeping with her because she's good and bad. Is she one of the girls that you told us these stories, these hot stories about? Yeah, no, she's, she's the one who, uh, I was telling you, it's just so sensual. Oh, she's the one oh, that you wind me. up talking and just somehow you wind up in bed and it's just like the, the right, hottest correct. thing. Right, correct, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so usually when she comes in, it's one of those things where, we, you know, I know what she likes to drink and we sit down and we start having a drink and chatting and, like I said, I don't know, but usually an hour, hour and a half into it, suddenly we're, we're fooling around and naked. When you're with somebody like her who's recognizable, to me she's recognizable to a lot, I think, to a lot of people because she's gone on other shows besides porn, right? And she's been with right. famous men and stuff. So will you go out in public with somebody like her or is she somebody because she is pretty well known and people might know what you're doing with her that you keep it in the bedroom? Yeah, I, don't, I would not go out in public with anybody who um, is well known like that. Right. I just don't like like in in Las Vegas when I go to Vegas for work. I don't ever go, not ever, but rarely will I even go get a drink with an escort outside of the room because uh, there's just too many people that know that escorting is kind of like drinking water in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's going on. So, yeah, but no, and that, and that's no disrespect to her. I just I wouldn't do it. No, because and I'm sure she doesn't take it as disrespect. It's just because you don't want anyone to know your business and. You know, and she's well known. She's got to know that about herself. Yeah, I mean, for I would say for the higher end girls, discretion is uh, it's just paramount for them as well as the client, and so they're not looking to do anything to call attention to you or them. Right. They're trying to keep it on the down yeah, low she, as much as you. How many guys do you think that these do these girls tell you? Like, how many guys like do these girls fuck in a month? Like, do they have like tons and tons of guys? Or do they just have a couple? Yeah, well, but, you know, it's interesting because um, usually as you get to know them, they kind of, they'll work in kind of what their number is that they're comfortable with. And I've noticed that there are women who will schedule two or three or four appointments a day. Wow. Uh, and once they're I kind triple of dipping, Tom. That, yeah, that's when I, I'm kind of done, not because of judgment, but because I just think, well, you know, at, at some point you're not going to enjoy this. And I don't, I don't want to be number four when you're exhausted. Um, it just doesn't seem like it'd be fun. But then there's, there's some of those hiring girls who, you know, they limit it to like one a day or one every other day, whatever their sexual drive is that they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, the women who are into quantity over quality, you can tell pretty quick in the emails because they'll schedule you. You know, I'll send that first email and they'll write back saying, yeah, I'll see you. 
And right. the ones who are into quality over quantity, it's going to take two or three emails to find if you click before they schedule time with you. Right. Do you find that the ones that are a little bit more seasoned or more professional have been doing it for longer or the hotter ones are, are more into, like, you know, quality over quantity or it, it doesn't really matter? Yeah, I think it's both. I've seen, I, I've seen some girls who were in it for a long time who wanted to get out because they were starting to resent men and not enjoying it anymore. And then, you know, I've seen some who have been in it, and it really is a career, uh, and they still love it. So, you know, I think it's probably for the escorts, it's like for all of us who are civilians, it, depending on their sex drive, sex drive and what they like, uh, there's probably a whole different, you know, a whole different season and pattern for each one of them. Right, exactly, so, and the one, and you like the ones that are natural with themselves, where they're just doing it by their sex drive. They're not just doing it like a business, because you want the girl that really yeah. wants to fuck you and is really into the sex. Like you believe that these women, when they're they're having orgasms with you, right? You could tell. Yeah, I mean, some you can tell because you know it's it's pretty hard to fake some of the way that they react, but then others, I'm sure, have faked it, and I just think, well. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a tell for a woman. This is a tell. First of all, you could feel a con- convulsing in the inside, okay, of her pussy. Like, you feel it move, the movements of the inside, like, move in a way that happen when you're having an orgasm that you could tell. The other telltale sign that you need to know is that her nipples, but you were with a lot of girls that have, like, fake tits, and they have their nipples are always hard, but a woman's nipples will get extra, extra hard right after they come. Like, it all constricts, the whole body constricts, constricts like that. So that's where you go. You just feel her fucking nips, and if they're not hard, she didn't fucking come. I don't care what she screamed or yelled or did. Like, that's the telltale sign. Okay. So. Uh, you know what? I will. I will start looking for that. <laughs> yeah, that's your litmus <laughs> but what, test, right there. I think there. fake tits. When girls have fake tits, aren't their nips always hard? Yeah, and it's, you know, I've had a, a couple women who have. Um, and you guys have probably heard this term I, I before, but they, they they called it squirting when they came. Yeah, yes, of course. Of course. I, I wasn't sure if that was really them having an orgasm or just kind of peeing a little bit. I, no, I that's, that's an, an orgasm. orgasm. That's an orgasm. That's you know for sure well, is an orgasm. Yeah, that was that was interesting, and um, and I, I was fine with it. But I just wasn't sure, you know. So. I've been trying to squirt my whole life. It's a mission of mine. I can't figure it out, but I really want to. I'm very jealous that people could squirt. I think it's fascinating. <laughs> No, it really is. It's not fair. Why could other people like imagine there was something that other guys could do? Like all you guys come the same way. Imagine if some guy could come in out his balls too and like it was hotter. Like wouldn't you want to? Like it's not fair that some women can squirt and some can't. But the first girl who did that was uh I, I'm on a I do yoga for exercise and I'm on this yoga website where they have all these workouts and certifications and stuff, so I can do it on the road. Mm-hmm. And uh one of the girls who, who was on there, I had met for coaching, and turned out she was also an escort. And she was the first girl who did that and just kind of walked me through, like, for her what it was. But I didn't know if it was bullshit or if it was real. So It has to be real. You can't squirt without it being real. No, it's just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no way. Well, she... that's good to know. Yeah, I don't think but so. I'm Unless sure, she put, like, water sure. inside her vag first and then just pushed it out. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad because. Yeah, I explored it pretty thoroughly, but um, yeah, I just wasn't sure. And I'm sure that some of the women have faked it. And I actually had one in Salt Lake City who um, she just told me she said, "I'm having a lot of fun, but I I just don't orgasm." And it's kind of like 
John's wife. I just didn't get it. You know, it's like, well, that's you're ridiculous. Not yeah, having, yeah. I just didn't get it. There's no point and, in it, uh, right? Well, I didn't see her again because it just seemed like I don't know. I just couldn't understand it, and I, I appreciate her honesty, but you know, I'd be like, why are you doing I'd be like, yeah, why tell me? Why tell me? Well, she was like he said she was she was honest, but that that she doesn't understand that that takes the whole thing out of it. Like yeah. like as a woman, I want to know that I'm getting a guy really turned on for real, and as a man, a man wants to know he's really making a girl really come. I don't even like to watch porn right. when the person's faking it. It's a real fucking downer. Don't scream and yell, and you're not even wet. Like it's so irritating. You know what I mean? Like you just really want to know that somebody's into sex. If you're with them, you know. Yeah, I, I mean that's exactly how I feel. It's like it's like I said, it's not just about me; it's about them too, and I want them to have fun as well. Yes, um, and there's, and if, you know, I, I'm I'm not floating their boat. Like I, I always send the girls a picture, and I'm just like, if, if I don't, you know, you're not attracting me. I'm okay with it. You know, it's like you're not gonna hurt my feelings, but you should know what what you're walking the door to as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, it, to me, it's very bizarre. I mean, listen, a lot of women can't have orgasms and that's like an issue for them. And, it, it, you know, they should be trying to fix that ASAP because orgasms are great and it's a part of life and everyone should experience them. And it's very natural. And it's uh, it's a great thing that we could do with our bodies. But, you know, if a woman's having all kinds of sex and she's not orgasming and she thinks it's just as good, she's fucking wrong. It's not just as good. It's not even, it's like, it's not even, it's like a waste of time. You know, I, I think it's crazy. Um, I will never have sex and not orgasm. Like, even if the guy has to work harder, if it's taking me a little longer, I don't really care. Like, because that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like, I I could think I could count on my one hand how many times I faked it because um, I'm not going to be with someone unless I'm going to get off. Like, that's the, you know what I mean? That's like the point. It would, it's the same thing for a man. I mean, what guy doesn't come? I just think it's easier for men to come. So you you don't really meet a guy that fucks and doesn't come ever. Right. Yeah, I know that. I, I agree. It should be. Exactly. So it's, um, and, you know, when you look at that list, there's that on the porn star list, there's one that's pretty inexpensive compared to the rest of the porn stars. Mm-hmm. And, um, she she was actually just a ton of fun, and um, she she would like come very very quick. And I didn't have have that knowledge of the nipples yet, so I'll check that next time. But um, she comes from oral like probably within two or three minutes. Right, she can't help and, herself. Um, it, yeah, and she she like does this weird thing where like she'll kind of keep scooching back, and it's almost like trying to get away a little bit slowly, you know, not like she's squirming away. Mm-hmm. And then when she kind of hits the back of the headboard, where she can't go anywhere, uh, it, she just kind of opens up her whole body to me. And I actually uh, came one time not touching myself or rubbing myself on the bed or anything, just because her orgasm was so sexy and explosive. Right. I did. <laughs> and I told her she needs to charge more because uh, I think that her rates being low and being in the industry she's in, I think sometimes people think probably it's too good to be true, and or what's wrong. Right. You know, it's like here's a here's a Mercedes for five thousand dollars, and you're thinking, okay, what's wrong with the Mercedes or what? You know, I don't know. So yeah, on your list you have three uh, girls that are like five hundred. I mean, the porn stars we're not naming any names, but they range. I would say the top girl is nineteen hundred per hour. 
right? And some of them have a um, a fee, uh, like a like they won't do a minimum, right? And most of them, their minimum is more than an hour, right? Correct. Yeah, most of them minimum is two hours. So if the nineteen hundred dollar girl, you're almost paying four grand for her each time you're with her. But you have a couple. You have three girls. No, one, four girls actually. The porn stars that are only five hundred. So that's the lower end, right? Because most of them are about fifteen hundred, or they're all over a thousand. Right. Per hour. Yeah, the, um, the, actually, I never pay for more than an hour, and um, I'll negotiate with them and just say, look, I'll, I'll do 90 minutes the first time, but other than that, once there's a connection, um, I, you know, if they want to stay longer, that's cool if I don't have something else going on, but uh, I'm not going to pay for $5,000 for one night, because I can get a weekend for that, um, you know, with some other really nice high-end girls. Right. But if you're paying two, if you're getting these girls for two, two hours, you book them for two hours. It's it's about four thousand for some of them, or three thousand, right? Yeah, the the highest girl there is like nineteen hundred dollars for an hour. But um, like I said, I would do an hour, and then you know, I'd she stays a little longer, right? Kind of agreement with them, but yeah. And because you've been screening them for a while, they give you longer time anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, after that first meeting, and they get to know you if they want to see you again, then. It's never about, you know, we don't even, I don't even say, look, just for an hour on Monday the 5th. I just say, you know, hey, could you see me at 4 o'clock on Monday? And, you know, then that's it. But, yeah, we don't even discuss those things. Right, right. And never, never, of course, in person. You know, we don't ever even discuss the envelope or the card or any of that. Right. You just get, uh, you just, you make it like, like you said, you're into the romance and the seduction and all that stuff. You don't want to get, you, you. That would ruin all that. Oh, totally. And plus then it's, you know, it's okay for me to give a friend a gift of cash, <laughs> but it's not okay for me to pay a woman and expect something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, so you have it all settled. So this was another interesting call. It's a part two, Ray K part two. Yeah, Ray, I can't wait for part three, actually. What will be part three? <laughs> I don't know, a new experience or something. Yeah, something interesting. Yeah, we like to have repeat callers. We have John that calls in all the time. Tuna always wants to call back, um, the foot fetish guy. I actually felt bad for that kid. Like, we should get him an, an escort. Yep. Don't you think? He I had said a hooker. the same thing. Yeah, he had a I hooker. Need, he needs one, right? Yeah. There's a big difference between, I think, a hooker and an escort. He needs someone who's going to care for him and teach him how to be with a woman. Right, right, and someone that's not going to care that because he has a he has a lot of like insecurities about like his social skills and stuff. So he needs somebody who's really cool and really kind, like you said, that could come and make him feel comfortable being himself, so he could be himself and relax, you know. Because his whole right. thing is like how to talk to women and stuff, you know. So yeah, he needs a higher end one that's going to be paid some money. So maybe we'll do like a drive for tuna, a tuna. Um, what are those called? A telethon. <laughs> a get, tuna. Get tuna laid. Yeah, let's get tuna laid. A tuna telethon. <laughs> I, I, I will contribute to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All, right. All right. Cool, Ray. Hey, thanks. Guys, thanks again so much for your time. I appreciate it. All yeah, right. we'll talk to you again bye for bye sure. Now. Thanks, Ray. All right. Take bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. So we'll do a tuna telethon? Yeah, I think so. I like Ray, man. I really do. Um, I think, yeah, Tommy was literally I was, Googling well, all the girls because we have okay. the names, by the way. Okay, so we have the names. Obviously, we're not going to say. But so when when I didn't see the list, Kathy had the list. She showed me the list. So, of course, what did I do? He's I Googled showing, I Googled yeah. the highest N1 and the lowest N1. 
And while we're talking, Tommy's showing me videos yeah, they, of them sucking like, people's cocks. They're, they're, they're real porn stars. Yeah, they're so there's real porn, porn stars. videos. They're on X Hamster, Pornhub, everything. And it comes right up. And I got to tell you, the one super high-end one, the $1,900 an hour, yeah. looks like fucking Kim Kardashian, but hotter. Right, right. Ta- that was the one with the big... Tommy was showing me this video that was yeah, out of she control. Was blowing and a I'm guy trying to concentrate on the call. She was blowing <laughs> a guy whose dick was probably about 13 inches long. Right. So all those girls... He sent me a list, you know, and we have to be private, but he sent it to us. Um, all those girls on that list, Tommy, he's fucked and paid for. Like, that's what you get on preferred 4-on-1. Amazing. I mean, but this is... I mean, obviously, it's not the site for the average Joe. Um, no, the girls on the bottom are cheaper. Yeah, they're cheaper, but I mean, they are... Uh, Whatchamacallit? This is this is something... This is more of a high-end thing. Yeah, you got to have some cash. You, you got like to have... Yeah. Uh, $5,000 can't be that much money to you. Yeah. yeah. 5000 needs to be like, you know, that's just for $40. The, that's just for the gal. The gal. Oh, you're that's talking about our other me- podcast? Remember last week, our other podcast, The Gal Guy? Yeah. Um, that's just for the lady. Uh, you also got to figure in the hotel room and all this. And on top of it, they're tipping. I mean, this is a... Yeah, that, it can't be. Like, that can't be, like, your big spent splurge. It yeah. has to be not a big deal. Tuna's not banging these... Uh, no, but we're going to do a tuna drive. <laughs> yeah. He wants to help tuna. Yeah, we should all help tuna. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like I said before, I, I like Ray. You know, he's, like, br- he's honest, and he's... And he's not doing it in a, I swear to God, it's like doing it in a way where he's just, yeah, he wants to, you know, satisfy that crave of having sex, Uh but he does it in such a dignified way where I don't think it, uh, you know, degrades women. Obviously, you know, there's, there's without getting political where, you know, sensationalizing prostitution, because there's a dark side to everything. Of course. You know? And we're not promoting it in any way. We're just no. listening to it or something. I just want to clarify that because there is. We need. Whatever. I asked him to get an escort to call, and he hasn't gotten one that's been interested yeah. yet. But you know, because we don't know from their end what what goes on. You know. Yeah, obviously, and um, but uh, he does it in a way. He does it. It just it it, it seems very uh, vanilla, innocent. Yeah, but it's hot. But he's, but he's. But when you look at the girls, the women that he's really banging, and when he tells a specific mm. story, they ain't so he's innocent. He's not, and he's not having innocent Trust regular me. sex. He's the he's girls that are down and dirty. The girls that are coming in are a lot more, uh, you know, good to go than he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's obviously probably got a lot of experience now after being with all these people. I mean, these are the girls he's with. Yeah, absolutely. And all that stuff that they do. Oh, I feel. What's he gonna do if he goes back with his with his wife? She's gonna have to get. She's a gonna be like, "What the fuck have you been watching?" <laughs> I know. He's like, "I've been watching a lot of pornography." He's and gonna be like the best lady she's ever had. She's yeah. gonna be like, "What the hell did that? Where did that come from?" Yeah, she's. I've been watching a lot of videos. Yeah, exactly. That's what he can say because it's so available nowadays. Anyway. Yeah. All right. And like I always say at the end of at the beginning and end of every podcast. If you like what you hear, you have questions about what you heard, um, always strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. You want to be on the show, you want to comment, um, you got to let us know. We can't call you. You got to uh, gotta write into us. And also, like I said in the beginning, uh, reviews. If you subscribe to us, do us a favor. Go on iTunes and write us a nice review. It bumps us up on the, uh, the food chain on iTunes so more people can listen to us and, uh, you know, we can make more shows. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll be back next week with another interesting call. See you later.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.